Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, Earth, you with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas! So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, 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 and welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Moshko, and with me today are two of the most wonderful people to do a show with. First up is Baby Huey. What's going on? I'm so confused right exactly. now. Exactly. What is going on? Why am I doing the intro? I I'm doing no the intro idea. because we're missing Menti today. He's got a little problem. He's working on it. We're going to see him soon. He's going to get well, all that good stuff, which is kind of funny because usually we're missing this other guy that I usually, uh, you know, we talk to him a couple times a week and sometimes he's here, sometimes he's not, but he's here today. And that is Mr. Maurer. Beep you. Wow. Menti. Yes. Beep you. Beep you, Menti. Listen, I, I couldn't miss today because there's no way I was going to miss Menti not being here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's about as, as much as it gets. He's not here, so I will be. Uh, but it's what day of the week? It's Wednesday. And you know what that means. We got the new news that is new. It's time for the comic-related current events. Comic-related current events. Comic-related. Current events. There we that. go. Yay! We started did it. all <laughs> kinds of top stories, like Superman gets some new duds. Uh, we got uh, Snyder signing a deal with Amazon, mm, and Moon Knight gets his villain or his sidekick. Depends mm. on which way they go with this. So let's start off with comics, and let's start off with that exclusive deal that uh, Scott Snyder's signing. Which is not exclusive. I just want to use exclusive because toy nerds get upset with what exclusive means. Maybe it's just limited. Maybe it's exclusive <laughs> for a certain amount of time, and that, then it's no longer exclusive. Yes, and I, I believe that's what it is. And I'm, I'm looking for that amount of time, and I'm missing it. I believe it was six, uh, six well, months. Well, who did he sign with first? Well, he signed with uh, Amazon, basically, who is in charge with, of uh, Comixology. Which, um, I don't know how many times I've said this. You've said it a bunch. I love Comixology. It is my favorite way to read comics now. Um, I'm sorry for all the, the paper-loving book huggers out there, but something about putting it up on the big screen. Like, I can't wait till we get into the new house, and I have the 185-inch screen oh, to watch comics on. Um, but yeah, his, uh, his brand... Yes. Uh, his imprint, if you will, which is Best, Best Jacket, Jacket Press. Press. Yes, it they is. signed a deal with both Comixology for an exclusive run digitally, and then after that, the comics are going to print on Dark Horse. Hmm. So Comixology, it's going to be kind of the opposite of what a lot of people do, um, which is the print, and then it gets put digital. Mm -hmm. We're seeing more and more that they're getting the digital out, and then the print comes. And 
we know we have friends that are like that that they're putting some of their comics out digitally and then you can buy them mm-hmm. i think it's a good market for people that are putting out indie stories or news stories like hey you don't have to go anywhere to buy this buy it cheap digitally if you like it here's the physical copy if you want to have it for later absolutely but. this uh you're going wow we are going to see this stuff so there's a couple different things so there's um bunch of different titles there's eight titles uh that are currently going to be in this whole thing in this deal um they're going to range from being a single issue to some paperbacks to actual full-on graphic novels so there's kind of a a little bit of everything going out there um most of these will be releasing um well they'll start releasing in october of this year Uh, so that'll be really really interesting it's going to be neat to see how how this goes Um, yeah i want to see uh, the Barnstormers book. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's a 40s uh, fighter plane. You've got a femme fatale lead, it looks like. Uh, which, I guess, Moshko didn't know up until recently, but that is my wheelhouse when it comes to, to characters. You know, give me a noir character, give me something set in the 20s, 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm all about it. So that one looks good. And there's another one, Canary. Yes. That kind of has a, a western type feel. A little um, western, a little horror. It's it's it'll be interesting. The 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 main premise is this: uh, there's some type of accident in a mine, and while I guess trying to get out of there, um, some type of demon is released. Uh, I don't full on know. And they also have a, a a sci-fi one also. I mean, they're all kind of science fiction at this point, but uh, <laughs> you know. One that kind of goes along with, you know, future uh, things with, you know, reality transforming things and stuff with the internet. It looks pretty neat. That's called Clear. (laughs) Snyder's a great writer, so I'm sure this is going to be great. It's cool seeing him kind of be able to do his own thing. Because when you're writing for Marvel or DC, you're locked Mm -hmm. into somewhat their mythos. So being able for him to write whatever he wants, you know, we should be good. Um, Moving on from there. We got some other big news. Superman is getting a tailor from Krypton to make him some new duds. I don't know how he's pulling it off, but he is getting his version of the new 52 costume with a more accurate House of L crest. So actually looking at this, did you guys remember with New 52 when he did the Earth 2 comic run? Uh, if you Google that Superman, this suit looks very, very similar to that. So it's had the, the red over the shoulders uh, right. with the cape fl- flowing down. I mean, that Earth 2 That Superman, might be what I was thinking of, because I knew there was a new 52 suit that looked pretty much like this. Yeah, th- that's, that Earth 2 Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman were like taken out in the first few pages to introduce a whole new you know, right. thing of heroes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this suit looks very, very similar to that. Uh, the one thing that I like is the chest emblem is different. It's not yes. just the Superman logo. Um, and we've talked about in the past, the Superman logo to me was always cool because that was something that Ma Kent made. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the House of Val up until they did it once when the first Superman movie came out. And then around 2006 another story and that seems to be the thing that stuck and we talk about this all the time it doesn't have to be you could have one thing 70 years one thing gets popular one for one moment in time and that's what everybody thinks right 
So we're seeing this. It also looks very similar if you're watching Superman and Lois. Yes. Uh, Superman's brother's uh, crest. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, the Comic Con at home is uh, at home is where they debuted this, and Jonathan Kent. We'll see what happens. What is it? The Superman's son of Kal El is where this is all happening, taking place. So we'll have to check that out. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, Superman's son of uh, Kal El. Yes. All right. Here's the deal. For everybody at home that's been complaining about all these new Captain Americas, we've explained it once, we've explained it a million times, but they're all getting together. Those people that kind of took up the mantle of Captain America because it meant something to them uh, to protect their, you know, little area, whether it be the hobo on the train version or who else was it? Uh, I know there was a, uh, what, the indigenous... (laughs) The indigenous um, Captain America. Captain America. Um, but yeah, they all of them are coming together for the captain's network the United, you know, is what they're calling themselves for the mm-hmm. fifth issue of the United States of Captain America. Seems very Batman Inc. ish to me. It does, except this to me makes more sense where Batman was never a beacon of hope to inspire people to be Batman. Captain America almost was that. Like, when they used oh, yeah, him, he yeah. was to inspire people. So mm-hmm. it makes sense for people around the country to kind of be like, I'm going to do what he did and you know, kind of stand up for the little guy. So uh, I haven't heard anybody that has disliked, you know, what's these, going on, yeah. but I also don't know how many people reading this book. Um, mm-hmm. Captain America is a very specific fan base, and you either love him solo in his solo runs Mm-hmm. But for me, it's normally, I like Cap when it's the big, whether he's Avengers or a major Marvel event, when he's challenged with personal demons or mm-hmm. Hydra Cap. Yeah, I think the the <laughs> message is now pretty clear that these are all different individuals and they're not taking over the mantle for Captain America. Like how was it was. bad for a while. Exactly, yeah. 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 So this is, I wonder if, if this was always in the cards for this issue to come out with everybody in it or. I think it they, was. <laughs> Or if it From was the a... initial start, the way it is, they describe the story, mm-hmm. this felt like the natural progression sense, of yeah. it. Um, but we have some news that would get my favorite actor excited coming up. Nicholas Coppola <laughs> would love this next piece of news. Uh, so we're getting the return of Luke Cage. And for those of you at home that don't know, Nicholas Coppola is Nick Cage. Took his name from Luke Cage so that he wouldn't get gigs based off his Coppola family name. Um, but <laughs> that is the most roundabout segue. <laughs> like right. you got you got on the segue, you went up, you went. I went your, around the block. You, I came down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not a Luke Cage fan. The only time I've ever liked him was when it was New Avengers and him with Jessica Jones mm-hmm. and that story. I didn't read him in Iron Fist for him. I was an Iron Fist fan, which those books, I think, were designed that way. You're either a fan of one or the other. Right. They tried getting you to like the other character, but it didn't really work that well. Best, best thing Luke did was ever, he borrowed a dollar, a dollar bill off of Danny so he could buy the Avenger Mansion off of Tony for a dollar. Yep. <laughs> so he's coming back for City of Fire. It's a three-issue miniseries. I have a feeling we're going to see another uh, Iron Fist uh, Power Man book. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. And I have a feeling that they're going to cross over with Shang-Chi. 
Like, and I think the heroes for hire are going to come full circle. So, um, yeah, because they just brought Misty Knight back into the current Iron Man book, so they're kind of getting the heroes of hire people, you know, back out into the limelight. Now, this book's going to be a little bit different than some of the more surface stories we got. Luke Cage. This is going to touch mm-hmm. on some social politic, uh, political things that are going on in the world right now kind of like the show did. So I see this Luke Cage probably being more in the tone of the TV show versus the last time we saw him in the comics. Because he was... I want to say an asshole. But he was an asshole, just in general, didn't care about anybody for a while. Um, yep. But I think we're going to see him care more about the community rather than just doing it for a dollar. <laughs> a dollar and a dime. <laughs> that he had to borrow. Um, let's move on to TV. Yeah, let's. And this next piece of news, I think I know why this is happening. Number one, so, this was tailor made for you. The next like three stories were is all about Mauer. <laughs> um, we have Matt Ryan's run as Constantine is over. Boo! But he's still going to be in the show. Yay! <laughs> He's the new Wells. <laughs> so he is going to be playing a scientist uh, in the new season, uh, Dr. Gwyn Davies. I have a feeling they ended this because of the Constantine appearing in the HBO show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they don't want to confuse those going on. Are they going to confuse an entire viewer's base that now here's the guy that was playing one thing and now he's playing something else? Unless he's going to look wildly different. I mean, I'm hoping it's still Constantine just with a spell at the end. Like he's hiding because we've known Constantine to be a snivelly little coward sometimes to go and hide. Mm-hmm. So maybe he does this and then at the end he comes out and it's really Constantine. What if at uh, the end he, uh, what if at the end just Bob Newhart wakes up? <laughs> oh, jeez. How about that? Talk <laughs> about a deep cut. I don't think our 90% of our listeners have no clue. No. About Newhart or the Bob Newhart show. Even people our age barely knows that reference. Come on. <laughs> but if you watch Big Bang Theory, he's ah. Professor Proton. Yes, he is. All right. <laughs> Who else got chills the other day when they saw the Lucifer sizzle reel for the final season? I cannot. It wasn't for that. I got out. chills, but not for that. <laughs> so this reminds me, the last time we saw something like this sizzle reel was for Arrow's final season. And they basically took you through all these big moments from season one on. And at the end of it, you see him getting pulled over and he's like, oh, my, it's my last night in L.A. Like, I'm, I've never been more excited and more sad <laughs> for a show to come out. And we got the date. It's September. Uh, so we're going to be September 10th. We're going to be seeing right around the, the end corner. of Lucifer. Um, but if you... The season finale of the last season was phenomenal television. It kicked you in the feels and then pulled them back and then kicked you again in the feels. (laughs) Um, I talk about the show all the time. It is this Superman and Lois, probably my two favorites up there with Arrow of comic book shows I've watched recently. But yeah. Until this next show comes out. No, this next show is going to be garbage, hot garbage, trash. Why? Like, um, because I'm hoping it will be. 
because so, I want the value. So the of price the of the books will go down, so he can buy them, and then the price will go hopefully back up. No, I don't. You're I'll trying never to sell game it. the the system. No, I'll never sell it. I don't care the value. So Moon Knight, we got some more news on it, <laughs> and I'm so torn about this because I really do. I think the wrong person got cast. I'm still gonna go back and say that I'm Team Shia LaBeouf, and he I would have been really good. I think that he was made to play this role and unfortunately do the things outside of his acting. Uh, Disney wasn't willing to look past that to give him the job. I know we talked about before, but if you haven't seen uh, Peanut Butter Falcon, go watch it. And Honey Boy. Honey Boy is phenomenal. If you want to see why he is the way he is, watch Honey Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, we have French actor Gaspard Yuli. That's a good guess. Um, he is you. supposedly playing Midnight Man. And who now, is Midnight, Midnight Man? Man? Was well, probably in the first, maybe issue nine or ten of the first run of Moon Knight. He's just a a criminal, that thief that robs things at midnight. Um, later on in life, he finds out that he has an illegitimate son, and he's dying of his cancer, and he teaches his son all of these skills, but doesn't want him to be a villain, and that person becomes Midnight, who becomes Moon Knight's sidekick, but then in turn becomes his villain later on. Um, I have a feeling that we're going to get a combination of those two characters, where it's going to be somebody that's helping Moon Knight, that turns on him. So I think they might just jump right to that end of a criminal that ends up being doing good with Moon Knight and then gets pulled to the dark side at the end of it. His first appearance was in Moon Knight number three. Three. I knew it was in that first few. An OG. Mm-hmm. Yep, purple. Uh, he kind of looks like... Who's the Spider-Man guy that you guys love? Prowler. Prowler. He kind of has a Prowler-esque costume. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I have no idea who that actor is. <laughs> I yeah, no no idea. Yeah, Some but... French guy. The only French actor I know oh boy. was in Leon the Professional. Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> that sounds French. I'm guessing he's French. <laughs> All right. I, I wanted to I wanted to circle back to Shia LaBeouf real quick and I, I will bring yeah, sure. it in I will bring it into our next story. I'll figure right, it do out. It. So we were talking about his, his movies. Um American Honey. Did you guys see that? No, but I heard it was good. This That was real good. So he had that whole slew. So that was in 2016. Then he did Peanut Butter Falcon, the next one. The, uh, the main uh, star of that movie was uh, Sasha Lane, who played, I forget the exact variant in Loki, uh, but she was the right in the first episode or two. She was the one that got pulled out of the, uh, the tent and then into... Right. Yeah, okay, she, yeah. Hunter C20. Not that that matters. But uh, that's on <laughs> Disney Plus, and so is Mandalorian. What's going on with Mandalorian? <laughs> Do we want to say this is official? I I wouldn't say it's a poster. Like it's it's showed up in a poster, and so what we're talking about is he is seen with a yellow. I didn't even see the post. That he's he's holding onto a yellow lightsaber, and Look, I guess who's holding? Some, uh, that's good question, what... Grogu. <laughs> And we'll put it in the show notes, but 
I don't know if that's much of a, you know, and there's a bunch of kyber crystals kind of glowing around them. I don't know. Yeah, the poster I saw was he's holding parts for the lightsaber floating, well, holding them, levitating them. Mm-hmm. And then Luke has the kyber crystal, which is yellow. So how to get into kyber crystals? Because their histories kind of changed throughout the years and what's the color is supposed to represent the fu- the force that the wielder imbues into them. Now, with Luke levitating it, that makes me think that Luke is creating the yellow lightsaber. Because it's his force energy going into that crystal. So if we want to look into this poster... Possibly, yeah. You know, to get technical, for it to be Grogu, Grogu would be the one putting the force into that crystal to turn it yellow. Um, but they're saying yellow is the Jedi guard, but for a while it was used by the gray Jedi who used both, you know, both a little bit of the dark and a little bit of the light side of the force to keep balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen sides of Grogu where he could be a gray Jedi. <laughs> kind of a dick. I mean, he ate all those eggs. <laughs> <laughs> eggs are delicious. They are. So, I mean, it, it's a poster... It might not mean anything, um, but it does just at least tell us that they are going to show us more Grogu and Luke. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, we want to talk Flash movie? We can talk a little bit. Sure. All right. We got some <laughs> Batfleck. Do we really have Batfleck? Well, we have his costume-ish. Looking... We have Batfleck's costume and stunt double. <laughs> Seen on set uh, on a version of like a DCEU bat cycle. Uh, if you've seen, if you've read uh, White Knight, yeah, it does look like that one. It's mm-hmm. very, it's very White Knightish. That's it. It's definitely not Ben Affleck because the same weekend he was seen rubbing up on J Lo's booty. It beat so me he, to it. He can't he be l- on set and rub it on the booty <laughs> at the same time. He does love the booty. That, uh, love rubbing that booty. Booty, boot, boot, booty, big, rubber. big booty. Sorry. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. It's filming. It is. Do we care about this? I'll tell you what. When we pulled news on like early Monday, sometimes not the best stuff. So, <laughs> and, um, and this is one of them. So, people what is are this? freaking out over this, though. I like big deal. Like, so th- uh. this goes back to my same problem I have with Loki. We knew the, about the we knew all this stuff. Like, just because something we is there doesn't mean we need to see more of it. Mm-hmm. We know those multiverses. We didn't need to see how they got started. We know there's the quantum realm and it's crazy. We don't need to go into like. There's just things you can say. Hey, I came from the quantum realm where that screwed some shit up. I don't need to go in and see it. Like, I don't. I don't know. It. It's me. Same thing as X Men in space. Like, cool shit can come from there, and you can explain it away with that, but don't take me on a journey there. The only cool character in space is Venom. Venom. All all I have to say, Maurer, is Tupac once said, it's just me against the world, and that is your new theme song. (laughs) Uh, If you only knew how much I dislike Tupac. Wow. Listen, I'm a puffy guy. Mm. Uh -uh, uh Uh-uh, uh-uh. 
<laughs> God. All right. Doctor Strange, I think, is going to have a one-shot villain. It's not going to be the main villain. We've got some news that it's going to be Gargantos, which is a weird squid-like sea monster. <laughs> you, you, missed, you missed the best part of it. It's a one-eyed squid-like sea monster. <laughs> mm. um, from Submariner. Mm. <laughs> so... I think this is more impactful of it might tie into Submariner, Namor, mm-hmm. uh, and getting a glimpse into that world. What's... But I think it's going to be a blink-and-you'll-miss-it part of the movie. Yeah, possible, yeah. And also, it... I think they're just doing this because of Starro in The Suicide or the Suicide Squad. Which, I'm more and more excited for that. Same scene every day that goes the by. shit out of that movie. Yes. <laughs> Right. Him on uh, the well, it wasn't Kimmel uh, that night. No, but it was him, Gunn, and uh, Margot Robbie. They did Listen, a couple things. We got something that could make all of this worthless. Oh, geez. I was going to cut this story, by the way. So go ahead. Mother, really? Wow. I will fucking kill you, and I'm using my one. Um, <laughs> Leia Thompson. Oh, we're using them in the next show. Don't worry. Leia Thompson Ooh. has not only said she wants to direct, but she has an idea of how and has pitched the story for a Howard the Duck reboot. Yes. How are we getting all these other crappy shows when we've already shown him in the universe and fans want to see him? Yeah. Do they? Yes. I they would do. say fans want to see Howard the Duck. Um, side note. <laughs> Since this news is coming up, they're bringing all kinds of Howard the News, Howard the Duck news out. Robin Williams was the original one cast to voice Howard the Duck. Story. He yeah. quit after a week because they couldn't find the voice while they were filming, so they filmed everything with a stand-in actor voicing it. So they matched the lips of Howard the Duck to him. And you know Robin Williams, he couldn't sync what he wanted to say to the pattern that was already there. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "I'm done. I quit. I can't do this. I feel." Locked in a cage, so that's how we got the guy that we did get. You know, I found out they did that for Peter Cullen with uh, the first Transformers movie. They f- filmed everything and then had him come in and read his lines, and it had to match the animation. Which, he for was... animation, I feel that's more common. I mean, a, a lot of, yeah, it, it does, but also Peter Cullen's used to having Optimus Prime like this, don't need to see his mouth. So, right, but then diff- we also with cartoons, it, the lips don't match all the time as it is. Um, this true. was George Lucas, and and he wanting it. You can just see him up. Oh, it doesn't match up. Do it again. Like remember, this is the first Marvel movie. This is George Lucas's big, multi million dollar foray into that, and it was a bomb. But I love it. All right, some rock news, I guess. Some rock. <laughs> I think I said this on the last show, like with every, so as much as I'm getting more and more excited for Suicide Squad, anything rock related with every day that goes by, I am not interested at all. Listen, him and what's it, Emily Blunt is in that movie? You mean the person we absolutely do not want as uh, Sue Storm? Yeah, well now I don't want to see her in anything ever again. She can kiss the rock's brown eye. I, oh, I'm done with them. But yeah, Rock's <laughs> ruined it. His ego's got in the way. But uh, Dumont Henso, the guy that's been in 
Was everything in Fast and the Furious. Um, he? he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, but he was the wizard in Shazam. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he something else in the DC world too? Was he in? I'm not sure. And, uh, he's he's been in roles. He's a good actor, um, but supposedly he was on set, which makes sense because that's how Black Adam got his powers. So we're going to see the birth of Black Adam, so I'm sure they're going to do some flashback scenes. You ready to quell some people's uh, worries with the next piece of news? Um, sure. Let's sure. do it. What right. one is it? <laughs> Baby Huey, what's going on? So we got uh, Michael B. Jordan and his production company, uh, Outlier Society, are developing a Valzad Superman uh, project for HBO Max. And who's Valzad? Uh, Valzad is actually the Superman from Earth 2, which we were talking about earlier. So, yeah, so we yeah. heard that news of like they're making a black Superman and they're doing this. Like everybody's getting information like they're interested in doing this character. They assume it's a movie. They assume it's this. They assume it's that. They assume it's replacing Henry Cavill. I have a feeling this has been it the whole time because Michael B. Jordan has talked about he wants to play this role. This is what mm-hmm. he wants to do. Him doing a show on HBO Max not only fits to give him what he wants to do, because they're not going to give him power of doing a movie until he's more established. Um, the fact that he has Rocky, or sorry, Creed 3 right now on his helm, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Sylvester Stallone giving him the thumbs up for that, but when you're talking about DC, they're going to need to see something. So doing it on HBO Max, which needs more content, he can have more control and he can do what he wants. This is a perfect fit for the actor, for him as a director and creator, and for the character itself. Plus, it's an awesome looking suit. It's like uh, a royal blue and white, yeah. which I love it. But, I mean, there all kinds of stuff to be excited about. HBO Max is screwing some things up for us as far as it goes <laughs> with Constantine. But everything else they're talking about doing is really exciting. The Justice League Dark, I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, this is what I wish Disney Plus was doing. Was what, Rather than give us things that are already kind of tied to the world we're in, give us stuff that you would never see that's kind of doing its own thing. You know what I mean? No, I completely agree. Um... And Disney Disney Plus keeps screwing me up with these Wednesday releases now. <laughs> like I would have like give me a Ghost Rider show. You know, I'm Blade sure would we'll be get it. Blade would be perfect on Disney Plus, but don't tie them in to the MCU. Like they can be in the MCU, mm-hmm. but don't tie them in. That's the the difference that I don't think everybody sees is you can have something be in the universe, but not like not have tied to together where you you have to watch both of them. Right. And I think DC is going to surpass MCU in that where they can kind of take things as they want and not use them or use them. And we're going to get some good stuff out of them. We'll see. I mean, Disney's already, like we talked about kind of testing that connected, but not connected with their Disney plus shows. Cause like in reality, you don't need to watch Wanda. You don't need to watch Loki, you know? So yeah, but when you look at uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and uh, what do we just have? Loki. Loki. <laughs> They're doing the same shit 
over again. We now have a mysterious person coming and putting a team together. What are they doing? Like, let me enjoy what's in front of me without building the story mm-hmm. towards something big. You know what was cool? All of a sudden realizing that this shit was connected. You know what? Like, when you got to Avengers and they finally all kind of came together, that was cool. Yeah, it's expected yeah, but you now. knew it was... But you was you knew it was connected at the end of Hulk when Tony Stark uh Stark But not everything in. was built like it didn't feel like each story was written to build towards it. Now the stories all feel like okay, we have to write this because we need to get them here. Like Oh no, just, I, I I completely agree. Just, give me a story and then a thing go, by the way, do you want to come over here and help me fight this bad guy? Cool. <laughs> I don't know you very much. Let's get to know each other here. Like I don't know. I'm MCU'd out. Guess what uh it. Speaking of DC, and this is uh, pretty much to end the show, we talked about Long Halloween Part 1. Yes. Well, as you listen to this, Part 2 came out yesterday. So if, if you're all oh, up to did. date on that, check it out. I went ahead yep. and read a couple issues and then rewatched a portion of the first uh, part, and the portion much more enjoyable. Much I, more enjoyable. I still fell asleep. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I, I oh. understood better what was going the, on. The f- and, uh, God. God. The first one's not good without the second one. Mm-hmm. If you're not a huge fan of the book, mm-hmm. it's all and build a, up and no payoff. Yep. Quick uh, correction, Moscow. You had mentioned about the Transformers season three comes out this season week. three, not two. Yeah, got yes. it. So I didn't watch all season right. two. I guess either well, spa- uh, they're in space the entire time. So Mal, listen, love what it. you should be watching <laughs> is Long Halloween Part Two, and getting ready. Notice one thing we didn't talk about today. What's that? It's Masters of the Universe. And, why and I'm are we saying in... Masters of the Universe, not He-Man and the mm. Masters of the Universe. That'll be Friday. That is a huge revelation. Wow. <laughs> All right. Mauer, Baby Huey, do that do thing. Do that thing. <laughs> oh, I said, boy. Said you can find guys. us pretty much everywhere at Welcome to Fireside. <laughs> Um, except for Twitter, where we're Fireside Crew. Oh, Nobody let me go- do it. Stop. Let me do it. Wow. You can find everything that is Fireside at WelcomeToFireside.com. You can also find us at Welcome to Fireside on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and then Fireside Crew on Twitter. And speaking of Fireside Crew, add a 15 on the end of that. Go over to LootCrate.com and get yourself 15% off any box. And right now, Guardians of the Galaxy is the hot newness, and you're going to get a really cool Groot uh, figurine. The new that. new? It is the new new. All right. Good job, Moshko. That's Moshko. That's Baby Huey. I'm Mr. Mauer. Get well, Menti. We're done. Awesome.